And welcome to On The Right Track, the podcast that talks business, digital marketing and recruitment without the jargon. We are simply people talking to people. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Kate. Whether you're a business owner looking for ways to grow and scale, a professional looking to share helpful tips and tricks with like-minded people, or simply looking for a safe space to share the wealth of knowledge, we believe that we're all on the right track in our own way. Join our tribe as we explore the hottest trends in the biz and give you exclusive insights into what it's really like behind the scenes. From the success stories to the horror stories, nothing will be left unturned. New episodes are available every Wednesday, 12.30 AEDT time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and more. Got a question, comment or have a suggestion of what you want us to talk about next? You can submit your voice recordings, which we'll put directly into our episode, or you can leave your comment via our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search On The Right Track Podcast. And now for today's episode. Hello, hello, good morning. How are we doing on this Monday morning? I'm good, I'm good on this Monday morning, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, my one true love. (laughs) (laughs) oh it is like that isn't it I was just thinking before every time I get on the podcast I'm always like hello or something I've got to come up with some sort of like catchy intro yeah I don't know I always think um I always listen to obviously other podcasts and they always have this really professional sounding intro but I don't know do we need that I just feel like we need to keep it cash no I know yeah but I just I always say the same thing like Hello. hello. <laughs> I mean, uh, we could say ahoy like it was meant ahoy. to be. It wasn't meant to be hello. Oh, bonjour. Mm. I mean, what do you say in Australia? Good day. Yeah, everyone thinks we say that, but we don't. No, really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that to someone. G'day, how you going, mate? No. Really? Yeah, we don't. We just sort of, I don't know, we say, hey, how are you? How you doing? <laughs> Do you do the um, classic um, nod upwards whenever you see someone in the street? You don't say anything, but you just nod your head up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, see, now because you've got to wear masks all the time, like you can't – It's actually, mm-hmm. I like it because, like, if you see someone that you know but you don't really want to acknowledge because you've got a mask on, you don't even need to smile. You can just keep on walking. That's the thing. Um, now that I'm so used to wearing a mask, I've – when I'm at home, I've noticed that I've started to do weird things with my face that I wouldn't naturally do. Um, so when I'm on a Zoom meeting, sometimes, of course, the mask is off. I'm at home. I don't need to wear it. I'll end up doing something really weird. And I catch myself in this camera and I'm like, what on earth am I doing? Holly, get yourself together. Yeah. But you know what else masks are doing? I talk to myself more when I wear my mask because I'm like, well, no one can see my mouth moving and they can't really hear me. So oh. if people are in like a line and they're annoying me, I'm like, come on, hurry up, get out of the way. Like I just, and they don't even know that I'm doing it. Oh, maybe you need like a soundproof on your mask to keep oh, yourself. Some people would just think I'm mad, but um, <laughs> yeah. And as my son says, you've got to now smile with your eyes, mummy, when you wear your mask. Oh, he, he's so adorable. I love your son. <laughs> Which one's that? Which son? That's Austin. That's the little one. 
so cute. Yeah. yeah. He told me the other day because we were driving because I had to take my husband's car and it's manual and I hate driving it. And I dropped him off at school and I said, all right, mate, we got here. And he goes, mum, just keep calm on the drive home. I'm not here, but keep calm. And I'm like, you're four. Thanks, bud. <laughs> what do you get up to? How, what, do you get mad on the drives or something? <laughs> well, I just hate driving manual and he's got like a big truck. So it's like even bigger to drive and it just, I don't know, I'm just not used to it and I hate driving manual. So there was a few kangaroo hopping up the main street. That's so I'm waiting for someone that knows my husband to be like, what were you doing on Wednesday morning in the main street of Camden? So, yeah, that'll be interesting. That was the most Australian thing you've ever said, I think. <laughs> a couple of kangaroos going up the road, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, there's, a, there's an intro. <laughs> there's an intro for you. What? <laughs> Why don't you do a kangaroo watch every time? Like, oh, I've seen two kangaroos this morning. <laughs> yeah, the joys. Um, but we, yeah, because well, we see lots of kangaroos. We don't get excited about it anymore, though. I mean, it, I guess for you, it's just like seeing a, a squirrel or something in it. Yeah, see, I'd get excited about a squirrel. <laughs> I'd be no, like, I think cool. no. Unless it's a red squirrel, then we're like, <gasps> It's a red one because they're really rare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. up from our other podcast the other day about the tomato sauce in the fridge, right. I just need to tell anyone, everyone that's listening that I went to a mate's house and she keeps her bread in the fridge that's- and her butter in the pantry. So I had to text Holly when I saw that of like, oh, my God. That's weird. No. because then- that is beyond weird. Tomato sauce in the fridge, that's normal, but bread in the fridge, that's not normal. I can argue about the tomato sauce in the fridge, but I, at least we can both agree that bread in the fridge is just no. I mean, I don't know if it would keep longer, but there's a reason why that there are bread bins out there that don't go in the fridge. They stay on your countertop, exactly. right? Yeah. Or put it in the pantry. Or if you don't use your microwave, because when we go in the caravan, we put the bread in the microwave. Exactly. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Anyway... <laughs> On today, um, I think this is a really good one for Monday anyway. The title is Motivation. Mm. How do we stay motivated as business owners slash entrepreneurs working by ourselves? So I think I chose this topic. And the reason why I chose this topic is more recently, I have just been down in the dumps. I think it might just be the start of the new year. Um, And I think especially in Australia, everyone says, just wait for Australia Day. After Australia Day, things will pick up Hmm. and everyone will be back to work. And I think I've just taken like, I don't know, a kind of like mini break up until Australia Day. And I've just not been able to get back into the swing of things. Have you found that, Kate? Yeah, I have. And it's just, yeah, like the whole sort of theory here is, yeah, after Australia Day, get back into it. But then it's like, Oh, I've got to get back into it. And yeah, it is like, it's tricky, but I think too, once the kids go back to school as well, like for me, it's much more like, okay, routines are back. We're getting back into the new normal, like everything's where it should be. But especially on a Monday morning, I sort of, I will find things to procrastinate about to not get into work. But then I don't know. I find when I get to Monday afternoon, I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, where's Monday gone? And then the week just flies by. It's, yeah. it's hard to get going on that Monday, but then 
the week goes. So that's what I find. No, that's exactly it. Like the week just doesn't seem like it's ever going to end on a Monday. And then by the time it's Friday, you're like, oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't get half the list that I did write down on the Sunday done. And then, I don't know, I just feel a bit of a failure. And then um, there's no one there, especially since we're working by ourselves. I don't know if you feel like this, Kate, but because we're not in an office space, there's not an environment, unless you build an environment around you um, to motivate you to work. There's no one there like giving you worker I don't know if that is such a thing as a good worker yeah Um, yeah. I don't know if it's so much of an example of a good worker but I think because you're in that environment and everyone's working if you're not then it's like oh I'm gonna get in trouble (laughs) I think that's what it is and yeah because we do work from home and and those sorts of things like start times and finish times can be a little bit laissez-faire yeah all French, hello. Bon all my French today. It's going well. I, so I think, like, it's for me, the way I sort of handle this one is routine. And if I can get into the routine and keep a little bit of structure there, it, it, it does help that motivation. Yeah. I mean, since everyone probably knows by now I've got a puppy, um, he has been on a very strict schedule. And then I look at myself and I go, I'm not on a strict schedule. How backwards is that? Like when he's down for a nap, I get work done. But then when he's up, I get so distracted by him. Um, I just can't keep to a, a, I don't know. I just can't keep to a routine that works. And yeah, I, I does that make sense? I don't yeah, know how to say absolutely. it. Yeah. And they say that it takes 30 days to form yeah. a new habit or I use like that 30 days to make a routine. So I think you've just got to, yeah, find what what fits and what works for you. And that's that can be the hardest bit to find. Yeah. Well, when we first got him, he was very anxious, very nervous. So he would literally just stay in one area. But now he's got all this freedom like I've been, I told Kate just before we hopped on this podcast, he was a bloody Harry Houdini this weekend. Um, and he doesn't want to stay in his crate. So I feel guilty. So I let him out early, which then impedes on my work. And then, you know, I'm only shooting myself in the foot, aren't I? But anyway, yeah. So I'm finding it very difficult to stay motivated, which is the motivation behind this podcast episode today. Absolutely. And just on one thing, I think that helps. This is my idea. Yeah. Um, remember last podcast we did that I'd said I've started doing exercise and I've got my fitness app and I was really sore and couldn't sit down for about a week. So I've been doing it now for four weeks and I feel so much better. I'm mm. sleeping better. The diet could be better. But anyway, um, and I'm motivated to get up and exercise but if I don't do my exercise in the morning while the kids are having breakfast, it, do, it won't, like I, I just don't get it done for the day. And that day I feel really sort of unmotivated and a bit sort of, yeah, not just a bit sluggish sort of thing. So I'm finding that that's helping my motivation at work. Get up, get into a dual workout, it's done for the day. And then, yeah, everything just flows a bit more and I'm motivated to get into the office and get work done. Yeah. So maybe that might help. <laughs> Maybe it would, but then I find myself, I used to be such a morning person. I used to get up at six, 
and have a coffee, do everything way before my boyfriend would get up, who is getting up at like 1 p.m. still and he's almost 30 Um, on his days off, by the way, not obviously when he's working. But um, yeah, I used to be such a morning person. And I think now because I don't exercise, I'm not a morning person anymore. You know, it's so backwards. You think the more exercise you do, the more sleep you need. But really, no, Mm. it gets you up in the morning. Yeah. And see, I've got kids, so they get me up. We got up at five o'clock this morning because the garbage (laughs) truck came. So, yay. (laughs) And why did you get up? Because the garbage truck came? That was a like, oh, the garbage truck's here. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, because my four-year-old is obsessed with garbage trucks and garbage bins. And he had to announce to the whole household that the garbage truck, and it was the red garbage truck this morning. What does that mean? What's the red garbage truck? Well, that's the general waste. And then there's the yellow garbage trucks that are cycling. And then there's a pink one. And he just has to tell us all. And I'm like, that's great. Go to bed. (laughs) And then half an hour later, another one comes. So he's up again telling us all about it and came in to tell me that the garbage truck knocked over the garbage bin. And I'm like, that's great. I don't need to know at 5.30 in the morning. Yes, you do, Kate. It's very important. Very important. (laughs) Yeah. Bless. Well, that also just to go on off on a tangent I know we've got things to talk about about motivation but your four-year-old actually reminded me that having a hobby keeps you motivated doesn't it like if oh, you've yeah. got something like for yourself Kate maybe Gossip Girl if you've got something that you want to do at the end of the day as a reward that keeps you motivated to do the things get that check done and yeah be able to do that hobby so I don't know maybe for your son he's too he's too young to have like a list or anything but he's motivated to get up at 5am which is bonkers to me for a four-year-old to get up at 5am but I don't know you've got kids I don't so maybe that is normal no I, he's just obsessed I don't I wouldn't even call it a hobby it is an obsession of mm. garbage bins. we can't go anywhere if he sees a garbage bin, he's got to go and check the garbage bin and look at it and tell you the whole story about the garbage bin and what why we should go in the garbage bin. And it's 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 just ridiculous. If he doesn't become a garbage man when he's older, or at least like a kind of executive voice for the um, disposal industry, then I will be flabbergasted. Oh, me too. I keep telling him that. He keeps saying that he's going to be a garbage truck driver when he grows up, and I'm like. That's good, bud. Like, yeah, I'm hoping he grows out of it, but it's <laughs> no, it's not. Bless them. So, um, me being the graduate psychology student, there are times <laughs> where I get into um, the psychology of everything. So, I wanted to explore with you, Kate, today the 10 psychological tricks to stay motivated and stick with your goals. Now, I've only skimmed read through this and there are a few that I have seen and I know of and there are things that I have not seen as we've we've already kind of discussed this together and skimmed this together but yeah I wanted to get your take on some of these um, psychological tricks we won't go through all of them but I will probably if I remember put the link in the description of the podcast episode and our Facebook LinkedIn Instagram wherever you followers on the podcast I'll put it in there if anyone is interested in knowing the psychological tricks but um let's go through them shall we yeah absolutely and I think 
see, this is why I love working with you because I'm such a person of, oh, yeah, let's do this and yeah, let's have it. And you're like, okay, right, we need to put this, this, this. And you, you just keep it all uniformed. And, yeah, I would have just aimlessly talked about motivation, but you, I like how you put it all down. So, yeah, when we sort of jumped on and, and had a look at this link, there are definitely things that I've heard of as well and then new ones, which is, yeah. I like them. The one for me that stands out, mm. I'm jumping ahead, I'm taking yeah. the lead, is um, the distractions list. I think that is such a good idea. See, I've never heard of this one, but uh, you've had some experience with this one, have you, Kate? Yeah, a little bit. So because I'm, I'm very much a list person. Every the start of every day, I have my list of what I've got to go through and then I even sort of work for the next day of, okay, what I've got to do. But how many times were you working on something in the phone rings or mm -hmm. an email comes in and you completely sidetracked? So, and I guess that's how you lose motivation because you open your computer on a Monday morning and if, I don't know, your friend rings, yeah, you have a chat to them for half an hour or a text message, like you go and do that. Or I don't know, I go and think, what am I going to have for dinner for a while? Where yeah. by using the distraction list, if those thoughts come into my mind, write them down on a different list. So that then I've got it out of the way. Okay, now come back to what I'm working on. Yeah. See, the thing for me with that, I just, I, I think I get lost in the lists. Um, like I have too many lists. Like um, I'll have like a Monday list, a Tuesday list. And then by the time I've got to the Friday, I've got like five different lists and they're all in separate areas, you know? So do you have any tips as to how to kind of, curb that issue or well I guess and, and correct me if I'm wrong but are your lists do you like just have a point form and like a few words or do you write like a whole sentence or a whole essay I write an essay because See, that's what, that's, I would have thought that so <laughs> I think you've got to keep it simple and yeah use as little words as possible for you maybe I don't know but I just find if I go okay like I'm looking at my list now. So for my list for Monday, down one side of the page, I've got, okay, all the things I've got to do and all the things I've got to follow up. And then on the right-hand side of my page, I've got, okay, all my interviews for today, all my phone calls, all like in the times of what I've got to do for those. So let's say if I had an email come through now that I can't get to, I'd put it on a list of email to go back and look at that later. Or mm. if I had an idea about dinner, I'd write that down on my list and say dinner so that then when I come to it, I'm there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, I mean, I've got um, a week um, food, what we're going to have for dinner list, of course. Uh, <laughs> but um, so everything's planned for the groceries. So yeah, why wouldn't I do the same thing and implement that in my workspace? That's such a good idea. And I just think then it, it's more, I wouldn't say, yeah, it is a motivation thing, but it also just keeps you on track and it keeps you more focused and yeah. aligned and on the right track of what you're oh. doing. Aha! I've heard of that phrase before somewhere. Where have I heard that before? Yeah. No, that's such a good idea. I mean, I used to be, I think I told you this before, weeks, maybe months ago, but um, I used to be the person that would like be like 9am do this 10am do that but now the puppy has thrown that off course um so I've not been able to do that of course with his schedule it's very routine but um yeah for me I've just not been able to do that you know like if he poops that's not in the schedule then I'm off the track and then getting back into it I've forgotten what I was bloody doing so 
yeah I can't like obviously write down Ollie has pooped (laughs) on my (laughs) list I've got to take care of that but if I just write down was working on x email blah 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 then I could be like okay let's go back to that when I've picked up his poo you know absolutely and that's the thing like you think about it Ollie's got a routine so you've implemented that routine for him yeah you just need to maybe implement a bit more of a routine for you like I know with the kids when they were babies I was so strict on their routine of sleeping eating whatever like we wouldn't go out for dinner because I was like no the kids need to be in bed if people wanted to go somewhere it would be a lunchtime thing so it was routine 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 and I don't know, <laughs> they're now seven and four and we're still in that routine. <laughs> <laughs> so you but don't yeah. Have, yeah, you're not allowed to have people over at a certain time? Yeah, particularly when they're babies because I'd want them to sleep. And even now, like if people come over and it gets to like, I'm such a nanny, um, <laughs> like eight o'clock and Austin's still up, he's going to be rowdy the next day. So I'm like, all right, Austin's got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can stay, but you've got to be quiet and not make any noise. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing as well. You can't just have like a very strict routine. Like things happen, right? So you've got to be open to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So what other, what on this list, motivation techniques have you used that you've, well, that have you heard of and that you've used before? So in the marketing world, there's um, this kind of motivation tactic that it, I can't remember what it's called exactly that the marketing industry use, but, the term that's on this um, document that I'm looking at, the Psychological Tricks document, not document, website, there we go. Um, now, I'm going to butcher this name. It's from Greek mythology. Ulysses. How do you pronounce that, Kate, number one? Ulysses. Yeah, I was just looking at that and I'm not even going to try. Let Ulysses. me Google it. Ulysses. Ulysses. Yeah. U-L-Y-S-S-E-S. There you go. Uh, how to <laughs> pronounce, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this. So you say I'm so like, um, forward thinking, but, um, so it's apparently pronounced like this. Ulysses. 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 See, I love that thing on Google. Yeah. <laughs> I can't spell, so I put words in there to try and work out how to spell them. Did so, you put my yeah. surname in there by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got that one down pat. What is it? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Say it again. Halloway. Oh shush. <laughs> um. So this one, the Ulysses Pact. Um. Essentially, if um, I'll explain that and then tell everyone what we do in the marketing world. But um, I'll just read the website page. Named for the clever hero of the Trojan War, the U wait Ulysses Pact is a technique for holding yourself accountable to stick with the goal even when it's hard. The key ingredient in the Ulysses Pact is that we make a choice in the present, i.e. when things are easy, that binds us to perform an action in the future, i.e. when things are hard or unpredictable. For example, suppose you want to stick to a plan for going on a run two times per week in the morning with a friend. You could write your friend a series of checks, or I don't know if anyone uses checks anymore, um, each for $20 and instruct them to cash one and use the money on whatever they want if you miss a workout with them. 
So in the marketing world, there's this um, tactic that we use exactly like this, where we sign up for a number of days. I think the usual one is like 30 days. And there's a group of people who sign up and there's this one person who coordinates it and it's a content creation uh, pact whereby everyone says for 30 days straight you um, you publish a piece of content on a certain social media platform so for myself I operate on LinkedIn so for me it'll probably be on LinkedIn or say it's for the podcast I do it on Instagram or something like that so every day for 30 days I would make a piece of content and if I miss even one day of posting the person who's moderating it or organizing it gets a bit of money or it could be very strict so if I miss even one day then I'm out for the count and let's say I've said okay we've all put in like a hundred dollars I miss out on that hundred dollars and I'm just out of it or it could be like this where oh if I miss one day that's ten dollars I've only got ninety dollars left so that's like ten days I can miss but of course you don't want to miss anything. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's worked really well for people that I know who have signed up for this because I've been so unmotivated. I've not signed up for this, which is so backwards. Like this is a motivation tactic, you know, but. Yeah, I I can see why, because I can see the motivation behind it. Like it's like a gym membership. You're all keen, excited, yep, sign up, bang, off you go. But if you're not motivated because you know that if you don't do it, you're not going to get the reward, then you're not motivated to even make that first step. Exactly. So it could be like at the end of the run, it doesn't have to be exactly like this, but I can imagine when, well, when me and my friend first were talking about going for a run, we would say, okay, our treat after every run at the end of the, after the end of the week, we can go for a big buffet breakfast. Hmm. Um, that did not happen. We just went for the buffet breakfast rather than go for the yep. run. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done that. I remember I used to go walking with a friend and we first started and we were in the gym gear and we were walking. I don't know, about a week and a half into it, we were in thongs that you wear on your feet and oh. like complete non-gym attire and just casually walking, having a chat, which then ended up just going to the pub. So <laughs> it didn't work. No, I think when you have that kind of pact, you both need to be accountable. So I guess get a friend or get a person who you can trust to motivate you. I don't know if that could be a professional, such as a a gym, um, what do they call it, personal trainer. Maybe that would have to be the kind of friend buddy system. But I don't know, all my friends are not trustworthy. So... (laughs) But see, I like that one. I like it once you get into it, then you're motivated. But it's just making that first step. And that's why I, I like the next one down. So we'll quickly talk about that, yeah. the whole chunking. I've heard this before um, and they sort of say like chunk it up. Like, But they use it in that theory of if something's too big, they say chunk it up, but it should be yeah. really chunk it down to sort of break it down into bite-sized pieces, which is what this one is all about, that, and I look at this, you start of the day and you've got all this stuff to do. How are you going to get through it? What's going to make you motivated to do it? And I think by chunking it and going bite-sized pieces, you get through mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, the example that they give on the webpage is, let's say you're trying to remember a phone number. So it's like 505-2950-167. Gosh, even that's a mouthful to say. But yeah. obviously when 
the phone numbers written, you do it in chunks. So 505-295 and so on. So it's yes. much easier to remember the chunks of the phone number rather than the whole number itself, right? And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I look at that like even just the list of what you've got to do that day. Mm. Chunk it up, like we'll chunk it down, like just break it all down into bite-sized manageable pieces. Yeah. And there's a thing I remember from my psychology days called the recency and latency effect. So it's a very similar thing whereby if you're remembering, like say a series of numbers, you will probably remember the first couple. And then you'll also remember the last couple, but the pieces in the middle are going to be really hard to remember. So I yeah. guess if we're taking the recency and latency effect into this kind of chunking motivational, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tactic, there we go. Um, mm. If you have a list that's way too long, you're going to overwhelm yourself and you're probably only going to remember the first things that you've put down and the last things you put down. And the things that are in the middle are probably going to go unnoticed or just forgotten or moved on to the next day, which is just going to cause more problems than it's going to solve, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's how you procrastinate. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I find too is, you know, when you sort of start the day and if you've got something like really hard to do or that <laughs> you don't like doing, um, do that job first. Yeah. Because then it's out of the way. And then I find by doing the hard thing first or the thing that I don't really like doing, and then I look at it and go, you know what, I've achieved that. So now I'm more motivated to get through the rest of my work. Exactly. I just wish I could cook dinner in the morning. But then again, that, that's what slow cookers are for, right? You just it. put it all in in the morning and then it's done. But I just hate cooking. And I wish that was one thing I could get done at the first break of dawn but no we don't get you know what you get a thermo mix apparently you just put it all in and it sorts it out thermo mix is it kind of like a, a slow cooker i think so they're like five thousand dollars or something but they oh i don't know like, oh yeah just get one yeah they're, they're like a whiz i don't know just get one because i don't yeah. but anyway um i don't cook but yeah they reckon that they're amazing man oh my god i'm anyway, just looking at the website is. now yeah <laughs> If you want to get me that, that would be great. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> Love that. You'll test it out. <laughs> yeah, if I could get sponsored, if anyone wants to sponsor this podcast, i.e. Thermomix, do you want to sponsor yeah, exactly. this? Please, please feel free to send us an email or drop us a comment on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Cheers for that. Um, I guess um, we're running out of time, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, if anyone wants to... Um, read more about the motivational tactics that are on this web page then I'll link it in the description um, and of course if you want to hear more from us we are posting every Wednesday at 12 30 AEDT time um, and as well if you want to catch us on Instagram, Facebook, um, our podcast name on the right track podcast is where you can find us on Facebook and I think our Instagram is just on the right track oh no it's on the right track podcast there we yeah, go right but it's in underscore and yeah. we are doing more reels and posts we're trying to hold each other accountable um at least once a week oh, there you go. we're motivated we're using that that useless whatever we say it pack packed packed and um yeah so that we're doing a bit more content on those platforms as well so keep an eye out for them too 
Yes, I fell through last week. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it was not a good week last week. But um, yeah, Kate, if anyone wants to talk to you about your motivational tactics and maybe even um, catch up on you on your kangaroo watch every yeah, day. My, my morning kangaroos. Um, yeah, so my main social media that I use is LinkedIn. So Kate Flippens, F-L-I-P-P-E-N-C-E. Married into that one, as you know. Um, you can search me on LinkedIn, direct message me there, or my email is kate at alignrecruiting.com.au. And Holly, if they want to know more about all these different motivational techniques and I guess catch up on all the marketing stuff, where do they find you? Yeah, I get up to speed with all the things I'm not doing, but um, it's <laughs> surely going to try. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. My name is Holly Alloway. That's H-O-L-L-Y-A-W-L-A-W-A-Y. What is it, Kate? How do you pronounce my last name? Alloway. Yes, good. Not Alloway. I can say it. I just like to stir you up with Holloway. <laughs> no, it's because I'm triggered because my entire life people have got my last name wrong and it's always like, all the way. No. Is it Halloway? No. Is it Alloway? No, it's just Alloway. Okay, Alloway. get it right. <laughs> it's not that hard. But then again, I guess it doesn't like all the way, so I can, you know, write that one off. But anyway, please message me, DM me on LinkedIn. You can also email me, Holly at Aurora Digital Marketing Solutions. Um, my website, if you want any free content for your website, content creation, and uh, LinkedIn optimization go to my website which is aurora digital marketing solutions.com and i think that's everything yeah okay well happy valentine's day kate yes happy valentine's day to you too and everyone out there that's listening to us it will be a couple of days after valentine's day i think but the day we are recording this is valentine's day so i hope no one got their hearts broken and you all got you know, you're full of chocolate and everything. I'm sure it was great. And if not, manifest a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you want, babes. And next next year, just think about that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Cool. All right, well, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, maybe in a few minutes. All right. <laughs> Got another Perfect. one to film. All right, speak. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.